everyone. I'm Claudia Tarico, the Features Editor with Demand Gen Report. I'm actually live in Toronto right now for Uber Flip's Content Experience event, aka ConX. And I'm sitting down with Randy Frisch, who's the CMO of Uber Flip. Hi, Randy. How's it going? Good. It's great to be here. Ooh, well, thank you so much for sitting down with me. Um, you just got off your keynote, which was awesome. Um, and you talked about the content experience. So I'd love to kind of learn a little more about how do you define the content experience over at Uber Flip? Absolutely. I mean, you know, as we just did in the keynote, to your point, I think you know, sometimes new terms have different meanings to everyone, right? I mean, to a degree, you could even argue that we've needed to define content experience because content marketing itself means different things to people. And my, my take on content marketing before we get to experience is that although it was supposed to mean this idea of creating valuable, relevant content to attract an audience, it really went heavy on create, right? It was, it, we lost focus on, yes, we also have to do all the things to attract the audience and engage with them and set it up right afterwards. And we all focused on create. So like content marketers, like we, we know a lot of content marketers, their job often is like creation. They were editors or journalists before. Um, and that's where we kind of said to a degree, and, and you can edit this out if need be, but you know, the, the big call that I said was like, fuck content marketing, right? <laughs> like, and uh, you know, it sounds worse on a recording because I can't you know, put the asterisks in on the word, but uh, you know, the point was not that we should stop creating content, it's just the term is no longer meaningful. And furthermore, so many of us aren't using content, right? We, we waste 70% of the content that's created. Um, and so we, we said, well, what if we actually started to use that content in a more meaningful way? And that's what the experience really comes down to. So to, to answer your earlier question on like, what is a content experience? The first thing is to acknowledge is we all have a content experience. Some of us have terrible content experiences mm -hmm. or great content experiences, but the content experience is simply how someone encounters your content. What's that experience look like? Um, to have a great one, we often say to focus on three key things, right? The first is the environment, the second is the structure, and the third is the way we engage, right? So to break those down really quickly, the environment is just like, how does it look? How does it feel, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we wanna create like Disney-like experiences where it's not just rides and, and retail stores, but everything you know, connects together and looks good. Um, you know, the, the structure is about like organizing our content, tagging it, you know, making sure that we can serve up more relevant content as we go. Um, and that's, you know, in our consumer world, that's like Netflix, right? Like we will binge through an entire series before we know it. Um, and then the last part, as we hit on, is, is engagement, right? I mean, that's our goal as marketers is to create engagement. So how do we actually get people to engage with us? That's where we have to personalize those experiences that we put out there. That's where, you know, when the time's right, we need a CTA that's easy to engage with and converts you naturally and fluidly. And if we do those things, then we start to deliver that great content experience. Because as we said, we always have one. Awesome. So I'm sure like everything, there, there are challenges to that. What are, what are some that are really kind of stand out for you? What are some challenges, you know, kind of stopping marketers from delivering this experience? I'd say it's a great question. I, I, you know, we have to remember that this idea of managing content is just as new as creating content was 10 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Like 10 years ago when, when guys like Joe and Robert at CMI got up and said, 
you should all go create content. Like we weren't ready, right? We had to either figure out how to build teams internally to do so, mm-hmm. or we had to actually go out and get agencies to help us actually with the creation side. Um, so technology came, marketplaces came, new job roles were created like a content marketer. Like no one had a content marketer 10 mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and now we're at this next stage where we've got to figure out who's going to own the experience and how are we going to do that. So to your question on, on challenges, I, th- I think it's looking at do we have the right process, people, and technology in place to do this? Um, you know, we on our team, and I, and I know a lot of people at this conference have people who own content experience, either as a full-time role, like we, we see directors of content experience mm-hmm. these days, or it's tagged on to your digital marketing team or your demand gen t- uh, team. That's the people part. The process is make sure that you have a framework. So we unveiled at this mm-hmm. at this conference our framework, which we call the Content Experience Framework. Uh, we'll get you a copy of that. Um, oh, I got it in my email. Beauty, beauty, beautifully done. <laughs> um, and if you you know if you take a look at that, it walks you through how to centralize, organize, personalize, distribute, and generate results. Right. And then the last part is technology, right? I, I never say that people should rush to buy technology first, mm-hmm. as much as I have bias to, to want them in this case. <laughs> um, you know, but that's what the content experience platform is for. Now, can you hack this together to a certain point? Um, you know, the challenge starts to be the scale, right? At scale, it starts to break down sometimes, but start with the people, start with the framework, um, and then start to think about, okay, how do I start to build tech on top of that? Cool. Um, you mentioned the term that I really love during your keynote, the infinite scroll. Yeah. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that and why it's kind of fitting for content marketers now? Yeah, absolutely. So I, it, I, I know it's not a term that I, I coined, but I, I love referring to it. Um, and it's in almost every talk that I do. So I'll, I'll first of all get you to envision this situation where it's you know 8 o'clock at night and you jump on to call it LinkedIn, right? Because you want that news feed. You want to see what's going on. On, mm-hmm. And you say, five minutes I'm going to spend on here. I'm just going to scroll for five minutes, see what's going on. And 20 to 30 minutes later, you're still there. right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's amazing how LinkedIn does that. They, they literally lock us in. Um, and it's not intentional on our end, but we're stuck there. If you don't use LinkedIn, some an Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, whatever channel it is that you find yourself immersed in, it could even be Netflix like we talked about earlier. Um, and that is that infinite scroll. Now, we say, okay, well, those are social experiences. But what we need to do as marketers is find ways to emulate that experience. What if we could get people to drop in on our site and actually go through this infinite scroll mm-hmm. where the content is not... You know, the, the problem that a lot of us fall into is we just post to our blog. So if I read a, a blog post, the next post is the one that was published the day before that, right? right? Mm-hmm. Versus what is the content that's actually relevant to me in that moment? And that's really where we want to get to because if, if we can get there, there's stats that say that we need to engage in seven assets before we're ready to buy. Mm-hmm. So if we can get someone to engage in those seven assets faster than seven unique visits, how great would that be for our brand? Right. Awesome. Um, what are some ways that marketers can actually personalize the content experience? You talked about a little bit with Jay Bear and you had some really great examples as well. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, so first off, 
people start to say, okay, well, like, where do I have to actually do this? To mm -hmm. your point, like, when, when does this matter? Um, because for a lot of us, we don't sit here and say, okay, well, we need to go all in on content experience. That's how we're going to market. Content experience is not how you go to market. It's how you complement the ways you go to market. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us have invested in inbound or demand generation or account-based marketing, even sales enablement. What's unique about, or not unique, I guess what pulls all those four use cases together is that they all require content, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're doing inbound, you've got content. If you have demand gen and you're sending an email or you're doing a paid campaign, no matter what, yes, you have some planning to do and some targeting to do, but once we actually execute and send out those campaigns, we're leading people back to content in all cases. And I could take you through account-based marketing and mm -hmm. sales enablement. So the question is, how do I have to organize my content depending on the campaigns that I'm running as a marketer? If I'm going one to many, right, then I can, you know, I can organize around maybe a topic or you know, something of the sort. If I'm actually trying to land an account, I may have to pick content that's going to appeal to that account. And some marketers are even getting to the point where they're personalizing the content for their real top tier one target accounts. Cool. Um, all right, I have just some, some a few fun questions all for you. All right, nice. Um, what are some content formats that you're currently really into? Oh, that's a great question. So I, lately I've turned heavy on LinkedIn to video. Um, I think it's, first of all, I, I, I love, I've always loved video, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's a quick, snappy way to engage and, and get messaging out. Um, the, the beauty on, on LinkedIn is you can also tag people and start to create conversations at mm -hmm. the same time. And, and that to me is, is what we want to do. It's, it's kind of similar to the Infinite Scroll. It's like, how do we build around an asset? Um, so I, I, I'm, I've been really intrigued uh, from that end on, on that side. The other aspect to me is, is it's, it's not always the format, it's the right mix, mm -hmm. right? Um, I like to say, I don't think people come to our websites and say, I want to watch videos to understand what this mm -hmm. company does. They say, I have a problem. So what we need to do is we need to figure out, okay, well, how's someone gonna engage and what format's gonna work or what combination of formats may mm -hmm. work. Cool. Um, what are you binging on Netflix now? Ooh, that's a good question. I am, okay, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a couple of them because one's like Canadian. Okay. And I was watching it on a plane and it was really <laughs> cute and good. It was called Kim's Convenience. It's about this like okay. Korean family and they own a convenience store and it's, it's hilarious. So I'm, I'm really nice. enjoying that. Um, and then the other one is not Netflix, okay. but I just loved it. It was HBO mm -hmm. and it's Succession. Oh, I and it is that. oh, it's like intense. Don't watch it before bed. Okay. It'll keep you up, but it's it's okay. great. Great character development. My husband and I are rewatching Sons of Anarchy right now. So uh, okay, very, nice. that's intense. Uh, it's very yes. intense. <laughs> um, all right, quick lightning round. Are you a morning person or a night owl? I am a morning person. Okay, coffee or tea? Tea. Never. Wow. I've never drank a cup of coffee. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Static content or interactive content? Oh, definitely interactive. Videos or podcasts? Ooh, I watch videos, I create podcasts. Awesome. Uh, Netflix or Hulu? 
Netflix. We don't have really Hulu up here in oh, Canada. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. At least I don't think we do. We didn't. Maybe but one yeah. day. Yeah, one day. <laughs> um, last question. What's coming up next for Uberflip? I know you're probably going to start planning the next event for next year, but... Absolutely. No, it's, you know, for us, uh, you know, it's, it's really been helping marketers around those four use cases mm-hmm. that I that I talked about earlier. Uh, I think that's... As a marketer, that's what keeps us up at night. How are we going to execute on inbound? How are we going to execute on demand gen? How are we going to execute our ABM campaigns? Mm-hmm. And maybe most importantly, how do we arm sales reps? Right. I mean, especially if we're in a B two B type of organization. So for us, it's it's going deeper and helping our you know both ourselves from how you know as CMO and on our team. How do we go to market to educate in that way? And from a product perspective, how do we build to support those use cases? Cool. Randy, thank you so much. This thank has you. been awesome. It was yeah, great, great to have you here in you. Toronto. Good luck for the rest of the event. I'm excited to uh, see what's in store. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm.